Welcome aboard, Captain. Back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV The Voyage Home one minute at a time. I'm Crystal Sal. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello, Chris. How are you this fine Monday? I am doing okay. Well, great. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, let's okay, uh, wrap it up. Pretty good, yeah, all right. Uh, all right, well, we're back. We're, uh, we're talking about, today we're talking about Minute 74 of The Voyage Home. Uh, minute 74 starts with Uhura whispering a, a request for beam out and ends a minute later with Uhura beaming out. <laughs> she beamed out? <laughs> she did. Wow. I, I guess you can fill in the blanks of what happens in this minute. Yeah, it's, like, it's nothing. Like, it's like one of those, um, uh, who's the guy who, understanding comics? Um uh, Scott McCloud, maybe is his name. Yeah. Uh, but he talks about you know in, in comics of you know when you're when you're reading a comic and you're looking at one panel and then you look at the next panel and you know your your brain fills in a lot of you know what happens between the two panels because sometimes it's not you know a total it's not, you know, it's not animated it's not fluid right so, you, so your right. brain fills in some of the stuff that happens and. Um, that just made me think of like all the intros you do. If you took all the intros that we do for each minute of the Star Trek films, like if somebody didn't know the movie, right? How would they fill in those blanks? Right. Like, oh, so she requested beam out. She got beamed out. So they were just beaming her out the whole minute. Is that what, <laughs> is that the whole minute? That sounds pretty boring. Um, anyway. Okay. Let's go. Sure. Beam out. Do it. Uh, so who is whispering? Uh, yep. Ready for beam out, uh, which we you know understand she's be she's whispering because they're they're just in the middle of that room. Yeah. Um, uh, makes total sense. Uh, and then they well, I guess they cut I guess they cut away. We don't get to see Scotty's response right away, but uh, nope. let me just jump ahead to when Scotty's responding. <laughs> Scotty is also whispering. Yes, which I don't. <laughs> I mean, do they have a volume on the communicator so that, you know, if he's – yeah, I don't I don't understand why he's whispering. Or why is he whispering? He should be able to talk his normal volume yes. and Uhura would just turn down the sound, right, if she didn't want anybody near Scotty. But I would think they're complaining this whole time, this whole minute. Um, now we're filling in the blanks, right? Right, they're, yeah. They're, they're complaining this whole time that they can't hear each other because of the interference from the reactor. Um, Scotty's not helping by whispering. Yes, I know. Yeah. Okay. I, and – I don't know if that's supposed to heighten the tension of the scene or what, but dude, <laughs> you know, speak up. Yeah, and uh, uh, we're, we're going to jump around a little bit, or I'm, I'm causing us to jump around a little bit. I apologize, yeah. but I'm that's you fine. Know, I'm looking at uh, around second thirty where you know Scotty's whispering and um, yeah. you know he's got his jacket full of pens and space pens yep. and whatever, but he also has. <laughs> does he have a name tag on his on the on the vest? I think that's his rank or his insignia or something. I don't uh, think it's an. I don't think it's a name tag, is it? Uh, it looks like it has a word on it, and I can't read it because my uh. my uh, my 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 rip of the Blu-ray. 
doesn't mm. uh, do it justice, but I, I'm imagining it says Commander Scott on that. Um. <laughs> My name is <laughs> Commander Scott. Yeah, you know, like when you worked at Wendy's or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to go with a no on that one. I'm going to help you. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I don't <laughs> think they had badges with their names on them. Uh, okay. Well, I, now I want to see that. I want to see like everybody walking around the bridge, like Kirk, <laughs> you know, Captain Kirk, and uh, Commander Spock. You are Captain Kirk. Okay. Kirk. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you're the science officer. Yes, of course, of course. I should have known that from where you're sitting. But uh, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so so you agree at least that Scotty whispering is weird. Oh, I think it's totally weird because okay. he should be. I mean, I don't think the they're going to hear the static. Like she's got the 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 walkie-talkie, you know, the communicator, and she's there. They're going to they, they hear the static. So whether he talks or not, they're still going to hear stuff. Right. Like the you know, I'm talking about the the the, the people per- patrolling. Yeah. So the, the uh, soldiers, you know, the naval yeah, officers, or whatever. him talking is not going to diminish. They're hiding. They're you know. As we've already seen, they've already been found out. Yeah, so let's let's do that. Let's jump back now, now that I've totally messed this up. Let's go back sequentially what's going on here. So they cut to the the CDC, right? Yep. Um, and uh, CIC. CIC, thank you. Not the uh, control for, uh, you know, disease and whatever. <laughs> right, thank you. Uh, so Commander Rogerson um, is on the phone. Uh, and I will note that Commander Rogerson is wearing uh, a name tag on his uniform. <laughs> um, he is. He is indeed. So, so he gets off the phone uh, with the chief. With the chief, thank you. Yes, confirm. Roger that. Um, and then he gets on, <laughs> walks over, gets on another yeah. phone. <laughs> Got on another phone. Yeah. Uh, inter- introduces himself again by rank and name, yep. which I think he did last minute too, right? Yep. Commander Dunar Officer, Commander Rogerson. Um, they've got an intruder in the number four MMR. Yep. Uh, and he repeats himself just to make sure he understands. Yes. Um, so I, I I still wonder how they know this. Yeah, how did they just by... Oh, that's... I, I am... That was my biggest question this minute is how did they know? How did the chief know going from a power drain to they have an intruder? And yeah. they've located specifically where they are. Yep. I mean, I guess you could track down which, you know, which server is, you know, failing. So I guess you, you know, with the advances these ships are, uh, these carriers, you know, you could you could track down like where you can maybe see the, the power drain. So, yeah, maybe they could track it down to the four, you know, number four MMR. But um, I, I don't understand how they come to the conclusion that they have an intruder. Wouldn't they just send someone down to say, "Hey, it's in the four number four MMR. Uh, this is where the power drain's coming from. Let's take a look." Uh, yeah, that's what I would have thought too. So somebody must have like peeked around a corner and seen them, and rather than confront them, they went and told right. the chief. The chief called the CDO. See, I, yeah, the CDO. CDO in the CIC. Right. The uh, command duty officer, Commander Rogerson, yeah, in, this, yes. in the in the, uh, in the uh, combat information center, and uh, everything's an acronym with them. You know, the CDC, the you know, MMR, which stands for Main Machinery Room. 
thank you. I was going to get to that. So thank you for doing that. I was going to, uh, well, I, you know, in this case, I, I can totally see why they've got acronyms because good Lord, what a lot of holes oh, yeah. to say all this stuff. With, yeah. You know, yeah. I would, I'd be using acronyms too. Uh, so yeah, no, I, so let's assume then somebody, somebody spied on, somebody spied them in the MMR. And what is it again? The machine? Main machinery room. Main machinery room. So is there an SMR, like a secondary machinery room? Not that I found. The only other thing I found was the RAR, which is the reactor auxiliary room. That sounds more like where they are. That's where they should be. Yeah. So they're just taking photons off a of water tank right now or something. Yes. Right? That's, yeah. yeah. That's too bad. Uh, okay, so they've got an intruder. So when did the, uh, it started to get... We're starting to get nervous now. They're they're gonna yep. get caught. Um, cut back to Uhura, still asking for for help, whispering. Yep. Um, and that's again where I jumped ahead. So now, uh, Scotty's saying I can hardly hear you. Uh, transporter power is down to minimal. I got to bring you in one at a time. And this is like I don't know how many how many were the interns. How many Star Trek episodes and movies has that been a problem? Yeah, I was kind of curious. That's another one of my big questions that I had listed was, um, uh, yeah, power down to minimal, so you can only bring one person at a time. I mean, is that really how it works? I mean, is that really how it works? Is that, um, I mean, you're just turning someone into a bunch of, you know, billions of atoms and transporting them to, I mean. I would think you need a lot of computing power for that, but not necessarily a lot of energy. I I guess. I I, I don't know. I, I I found it fascinating to be honest like i just thought it was an interesting you know a line that you know he's like oh i've got to bring you in one at a time and um yeah so i was i, I was it was weird yeah think about let's 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 go back to our favorite movie wrath of khan sure right the ship has been you know spock is uh kirk and company are down on regular right or inside yep. regular and spock's been you know lying or exaggerating about how long it's gonna take to get Enterprise back on his feet. Yep. Um, he beams back what five of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All brings back five of them, and he's you know, they, he, he tells Kirk as soon as he gets back, like, yeah, we barely have enough power to do anything. Like, um, so I don't know. I just find it, but it's whatever, not fun, contradictory or whatever. But I do find that this this whole like only beam one person at a time. So is it? It seems to happen a lot in Star Trek. So that must mean that you you beam one person up and then you got to wait for the batteries to recharge or something or right yeah for the power level to come back up and and what if does it mean you can't beam someone up at all or does it mean if you beam someone up say too quickly if you don't wait long enough it means you're gonna have a you, know, you you might make a mistake beaming them back um hmm you know it's like, like uh, is the meter like you know uh you know red green yellow where it's like you know don't do it or you'll be okay doing it or green means yeah you can transport them just fine but if you transport them while we're in the yellow you know you might be missing some fingers this is a a star trek the motion picture you know with a well we didn't well we got back didn't live very long yeah (laughs) the thing you want to see and don't want to see yeah no really (laughs) um uh but anyway so one at a time uh and apparently they can hear them because Chekhov, uh, yep, it's right. Take the collector. You go first. 
Yep. Uh, is he just being chivalrous there? I think he's being smart. Like, if she's going to go first, then um, he's smart saying, take the collector, because if anything were to happen, the best thing is for you guys to re, you know, revitalize the the crystals and you can get out of here, you know. And this is sort of the needs of the one, you know, not as important as the needs of the many. So he's recognizing that I got to get the collector back first. Right. Um uh, the only thing, the only thing I would just you know point out there is he is currently holding the collector and she is yes. holding the communicator and they take the time to swap them before she leaves. Right. Yeah. So could he just said, "I get the collector, I go first. <laughs> would uh, that, or would that be the audience being like, "Whoa, check out what a jerk, what a dirtbag." Yeah, you're going first. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, possible, possible. Uh, I think if Chekhov had gone first. I think Uhura would not gotten into the trouble that Chekhov is about to get into. I think she would have figured out a way through this mess that's coming up. I do you think do you think that's because she's smarter? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's because he's Russian? <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say it's because she's smarter, and uh, I've always wanted to see like Uhura in a fight. Like, I, you know, I could just picture, like, you know, right. my boys and then, you know, big high kick to a machine gun. And I guess I should save that for the next <laughs> the next minute. But uh, I just see her fighting her way out of there and getting away. Right. Uh, that would be something to see. It would be very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Shoot. Do we get to the end of the minute already? No. Then she beams uh, out. Yep, she beams out, and then it's just uh, check off there, looking, knowing that his uh, he's got to get out of there quick. Yeah. Um, no, oh, I'm kind of sad that the minute's over. <laughs> it is, yes, but that's okay. There's plenty more to come. We're only in the 70s. Uh, you got anything else you wanna you wanna add to this one? Nope, not this one. I think we talked about all the questions I had. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, uh, I have. Let me let me roll back again, because um, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the transcript right now, mm. um, and when uh, Command Duty Duty Officer Commander Rogerson gets on the phone, yeah, second time, uh, he says something in the transcript. It says Mardet Commanding Officer. Yes, is that what what you thought he said? That's what I I thought he said Mardek. Yeah, that's I thought there was something in there deck too. Yeah, so uh-huh. I'm not quite not quite sure. We might need the uh... interns clarify. Yeah, we yeah. need the because well, is Mardet the guy is the is that the would that be the commanding officer's name? Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, that's because uh, he says the line that that I have is uh, yeah Mardet commanding officer. That's why I was kind of like, is it a particular deck? You know, Mardet, you know, or whatever deck commanding officer. Like the, uh, what I'm thinking, like the Luau deck on uh, the little boat. <laughs> the Lido deck? The Lido deck, yeah. Um, the love boat. Did, uh, do you have the script in front of you? Uh, well, I have the one, yeah, that I go by. Yeah. Uh, 
So let's see, we did yes, chief confirmed, roger that. Yeah, it's it, in the script, it's Mardet as well. Mardet, yeah. CO, this is Commander. Oh, so it must be the guy's name. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'm just calling it weird. Okay, all right. Well, on that note, um, how about we wrap it up here? Sounds good. Cool. All right, uh, folks, um, what have we not asked you for lately? Could you please, uh, if you haven't already... Um, you know what you could do? You could go out and rate and review and subscribe to the show. Um, all those things, assuming you give us a good rating and a nice review, uh, help the show uh, <laughs> get, get up in the rankings and have more people find us. And we're always looking to grow the audience. And um, so you can help specifically by going out and doing that on your favorite uh, podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts or other. Um, we've uh, I think we just recently added we're now on like Spotify or something. And uh, so we're trying to, trying to spread the the show out as to all the different technologies uh, that we can. Um, I'm assuming we'll have to do a VR version of it at some point, but uh, not quite yet. Uh, anyway, so if you do that, please and thank you. We'll be back again on Wednesday, uh, talking about Minute 75 of The Voyage Home here at Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.